Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach, helping people to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform their minds. Do you like my radio, radio announcer voice? Of course you do. Anyway, that's what I do. I help people get out of their own way. I help people overcome self-limiting beliefs. I help people deal with challenging times in their lives. And if you want to get in touch with me, I'll tell you now how to do that. You can go to tedmoreno.com and you can uh, send me an email. You can say, hey, I want to have that free 30-minute phone consultation to find out if hypnotherapy is right for me. I'll get back to you within 48 hours, probably a lot sooner. And we can have a conversation about uh, whether hypnotherapy is right for you, answer any of your questions, tell you what hypnosis is and what it isn't and hopefully set up a session to get you started on the road to better health, happiness, and success. So, today's podcast, I'm going to do something a little bit different. For the first time, I'm going to interview one of my clients. His name is Bob, and uh, or we'll call him Bob. And I'll tell you what, I have a great deal of respect for Bob. Bob has some unique challenges. I've been working with Bob for a while. And I want to make it clear that I'm not having Bob on uh, to talk about how great I am or how great hypnotherapy is. I wanted to have him on so that he could share some of what he's learned in his life. He is a man of great maturity, great wisdom. I have the greatest amount of respect for Bob and the way that he handles life and deals with his challenges. And I really wanted him to share his wisdom and experience. So I hope you enjoy this interview with one of my valued clients. So let's get right into it. And thank you for listening. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. My name is Ted Moreno. I'm your host. I'm a certified hypnotherapist and high performance coach. And what I do is I help people overcome the challenges in their life. So Jim Rohn, one of my favorite mentors, said, don't wish it were easier, wish you were better. And what I do as a hypnotherapist, and I've been doing this for 16 years, is helping people to become better so they can overcome their challenges and move on to greater health, happiness, and success. Today, I am going to have an episode of my um, Ted in the Head interview series. I have a very special guest today. My guest today is one of my clients. His name is Bob. And the reason I have Bob on my podcast today is because while working with Bob, and we've had a number of sessions, I've just been so impressed with his ability to rise above his challenges and his strength and his wisdom as an, and his experience. And I really was excited to have him on the show to share what he's learned and how he deals with his challenges. Um, so welcome, Bob. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, so uh, Bob, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and your life? Well, 
my uh, my parents, uh, my dad was Irish and my mother was Mexican. And uh, I was they were divorced when I was six months old. And so I was raised by my grandmother, who was from Mexico. So always as a kid, I always felt uncomfortable in my skin, you know, because of the environment, because I wasn't the same as everybody else. And uh, so it was kind of kind of tough growing up um, in that environment. And so but that kind of carried on feeling uncomfortable in skin, you know, carried on as an adult. And uh, so uh, what happened was uh, uh, I was in a car accident when I was about 20 years old. And uh, when I was the the doctor gave me medication for the pain. And so that kind of led into drinking. And then uh, then I drank uh, to feel drank alcohol to feel comfortable in my skin. And that worked until it didn't work anymore. And my wife suggested that I go get some help. And uh, so what I did, uh, did that about uh, 24 years ago. And, uh, and it's been, uh, been a blessing. So you've been sober for 24 years now. Yes. Yes. Okay. And how did you do that? How does somebody achieve sobriety and then maintain it uh, for a quarter of a century? Well, you know, I'll tell you, it's, it's not easy. It's every day. Uh, being in the facts. Uh, what I mean by that is not letting my emotions or feelings kind of take the better of me and realize that, uh, you know, what? yeah, this too shall pass, uh, stay connected, spiritually connected. So it's, uh, it's a lot of work. Uh, it's a lot of work uh, to uh, stay sober. You know, there's a difference between sober and not drinking. Um, and so uh, for me, it's uh, just been uh, staying connected with my friends and staying connected with my trudging buddies and staying connected to, to a program and, and reaching out to additional programs uh, because they, uh, they kind of use the same formality, the, th- the same steps. But uh, the focus is uh, somewhat slightly different, but it, uh, you can go to one and you'll, you'll find your home and you'll feel connected in, in one, any one of those groups. Okay. All right. So um, you have a particularly a particular challenge in your life right now. Why don't you tell us about that? Well, <clears throat> I have a daughter. Uh, she's uh, she's twenty four years old now, but uh, she was diagnosed with autism uh, a year after that uh, I got sober. So thank God for that because that's helped me with the, the the process of dealing with my daughter. But uh, it's. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a challenging one. Uh, and, uh, for me, uh, where my wife and I compliment each other a little bit was, uh, she, she makes a lot of decisions emotionally and I make them more analytically and we kind of come where in the middle and, uh, we try to make the best decisions for our daughter. But, um, our daughter is, uh, she's had seizures. She's almost died. I mean, just, it's just a whirlwind of issues, but, uh, you know, just keep plugging along. Okay. So uh, I, I can't imagine the challenges that come with having an adult autistic daughter. And um, she's, uh, I guess, unable to really live on her own or unable to hold down a job. So she's severely autistic. Is that right? That's correct. And, you know, and then she's uh, not verbal. And then, she, you know, she has some, some issues, uh, behavior issues, which are, which are getting better. But uh, it's just a it's just a constant, uh, it's a constant struggle, but it's, it's a job every single day, you know, from the moment, moment she's up until the moment she goes to bed and and thinking about her future and how that her future is going to look. 
Okay. Okay. So why did you decide to seek out hypnotherapy? What was the reason when you decided to search for a hypnotherapist and actually make an appointment? Well, um, kind of like the same reason that started when uh, I got sober the, the first time. My wife uh, you know, suggested that I get sober and uh, you know, treat some help uh, 24 years ago. And uh, about a year and a half ago, my wife was going, Robert, you need some help. You know, you're, you're not happy. I'm like, what is there to be happy? What, what, what is there to be happy about? And I'm like, you know, had, had kind of a negative tone to me. And uh, she's going, you know, she goes, I'm seeing a hypotherapist. And why don't you go? You know, it's, a, it's another way to seek somebody out. Well, to make her happy, uh, I said, well, give me a name. And uh, so that's how I got your name. Uh, and I wasn't, go I was going in just to kind of please her, not to, you know, seek anything out. Because in my mind, I was, I thought I was doing okay because I was you know, not drinking and I was doing a program and I was being a good guy, but it just wasn't happy, uh, in my skin. And I wasn't just, wasn't content, I guess. So that's how I got to you. Okay. And I, I recall one of the reasons you said that you wanted to uh, start working together is you wanted to make sure you weren't going to drink again. Am I recollecting that correctly? Well, you know, I, I think what happens is we all get stuck and we need, I need to constantly look for, for ways to stay healthy, you know? So you go see a doctor to stay physically healthy and you see a psychologist and, and a psychiatrist. And, uh, this was a, a, a way I'm, you know, at times I, I get, uh, at times I, I was getting scared of uh, my sobriety because, you know, like, is this all this is, is in this earth, you know, I mean, it's like, wake up, do what you have to do and go to bed, you know? So, uh, that's kind of how I, I came to hypnotherapy and I didn't come and say, Oh yeah, I, I love it right away. You know, it was like, my wife goes, how do you, what do you think of it? I'm like, it's all right. She's like, what do you mean? It's all right. And I'm like, well, I'll try it again. You know, we'll see how it goes. Well, good, good. Glad you came back. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it sounds, you know, in, in the course of our conversations, I, you know, without going into any detail, uh, I know that sometimes the situation can be very challenging uh, at home. So how do you deal with your challenges, with the challenges of your daughter? And how do you deal with that? What do you do to, to keep your head on straight? Well, I think with my daughter and just life in general is uh, the, you, can, it, you can get stuck in the weeds. You know, there's problems all day long or obstacles all day long. And, and you can, I can get, uh, I can get lost in that. So for me, I have to look at uh, the fruits. I have to look at the jewels. I have to look at the bright side and look at the, I have to be grateful for what I do have versus what I don't have. And that's, what's been helping me. So gratitude's an important part of how you deal with, uh, with whatever challenges arise in your life. Right. You know, they always say there's a, there's someone who believes that the glass is half full. Another person believes the glass is half empty. Well, you know, for me, the fact is uh, I'm grateful that I have a glass and I have some water in it. <laughs> I love it. So um, what are the core beliefs or philosophies that guide you? I know that uh, in the course of our time together, you've shared a lot of your wisdom and experience. So can you articulate some of your core beliefs or some of the philosophies that, uh, that guide you through your life? Well, I think for me, it was, it was really hard to, to be honest. And what I mean by be honest, it's, uh, 
Like if I didn't get caught drive speeding, we'll just use that as an example and speeding. And I didn't get caught. I would, in my mind, I thought I wasn't, I wasn't driving over the speed limit, but the fact was I was speeding. The fact was I should have gotten a ticket. The fact is I couldn't hurt somebody. So that's the true fact. But, but my mind, the way I was thinking was as long as I didn't get caught for speeding, I wasn't speeding. So that's the lie that I taught myself. And it took a long time to, to be in this delusion of the lies that I was hiding behind and to really get to the fact, the fact of life. And the fact of life is, uh, you know, I, I put myself in situations and, uh, you know, drinking and driving and stuff like that. Fact was, if I was to be caught every single time that I was driving under the influence, I'd still probably be incarcerated today. That's the true fact. So I have to remind myself constantly to be totally honest, not in this 50 shades of gray honest that we do with with each other, but the true bright honest. It's a black and there's white. That's For me, that's what's been helping me. Mm, That's a level of honesty and integrity that I think most people don't adhere to, I would guess, you know, the idea that, yes, I'm speeding, I didn't get caught, but I broke the law, you know, even though I agreed that I would abide by the speed limits when I got my driver's license or registered my car or whatever, you know, you make an agreement, right? So to be honest with oneself, uh, that's a that's a pretty high level of honesty. Um, are there any other core beliefs or philosophies that, uh, that you feel are really important uh, for you? Well, I think <clears throat> there's a, there's truth. There's the, the real truth. And then there's that, the diluted truth that's uh, convoluted with our, with my feelings. Like to give you a, an example was when I was a young man, uh, my, my parents, I, I was raised by my grandmother who was Mexican, was Mexican. And, um, and I, and I, for the longest time, I thought that my parents abandoned me. You know, I had that abandonment feeling that, you know, my parents abandoned me and my grandmother raised me. But when I pull back all those feelings and get to the core of the truth, truth was that neither one of them was really capable of raising me because of their situation. And the best place for me was to put me with, uh, with my grandmother. And not saying that they didn't see me all the time or we didn't visit. They were very, very uh, involved in my life, my parents, both of them. Um, but, you know, it wasn't that day-to-day, uh, you know, relationship. But so the, the truth was is they didn't abandon me. The truth was is the real truth was they didn't abandon me. So those feelings that I had weren't real. That They weren't real. They were just an illusion. They were uh, not the, the – they weren't – crystal clear truth it was a truth with a lot of feelings in it so it was based on some story you were telling yourself that didn't have any basis in fact the story is i've been abandoned my parents abandoned me when in fact the true facts were uh your parents wanted you to have a good life and realize that they couldn't give that to you because of their circumstance presumably i I believe both your parents were alcoholics or or at least one of them was (laughs) No, I think I think what it is, uh, uh, you know, every every individual needs to admit or not admit um, that they're an alcoholic or not. But you know, if they tend to uh, drink and that 
consumes a lot of their time. They can be a workaholic, an alcoholic or whatever. And they weren't really present as much. But uh, I do my I do have a grandfather who was uh, was really a crazy alcoholic, but he uh, it, it kind of runs in my family. Um, so, you know, and I guess it uh, stops with me <laughs> today. <laughs> wow. That's uh, yeah, that's that's pretty deep. Um, do you have any daily practices, things you do on a daily basis that keep you positive and on a good path? Yeah. Um, well, one thing that I've learned since uh, been seeing you, uh, Ted, is uh, learning how to breathe. You know, wow. It may sound simple. Uh, it, you know, sounds simple. You just breathe in, breathe out. But a, a real good breath is deep down. It's like from your belly button. And, and I've learned that when my brain starts to get a little squirrely or I feel uncomfortable at a moment, uh, you know, just make sure I start breathing from that, that deep low section. Another thing that's helped me is, you know, first thing in the morning, you know, when you're kind of in awake and not awake, uh, it's early in the morning and uh, I'll, I'll listen to some of our sessions that I've had in the past, you know, just really laying in bed, stretch, don't, uh, don't cross my feet, you know, stretch my hands and deep, breathe deeply and listen to some of the, the meditation tapes. And all of a sudden, my body just seems to just really relax and I actually fall asleep again for another hour or two so <laughs> thank you for being my sleeping pill buddy no problem I've heard that before <laughs> so you're talking about the recordings we make of the hypnotherapy part of our sessions which I do for every client um, yes. awesome awesome so there's one one thing I wanted to ask you about and I find this so interesting because you say this a lot you talk about playing the tape all the way through so, and you, that's kind of seems to be a philosophy that you have that you, that you talk a lot about. So can you explain what that means to play the tape all the way through? Well, yeah. Well, the thing is we, uh, an action will happen and then I react to it. And then, and then what happens, I need to, I need to step back and then say, okay, if I react in this way, so if uh, my daughter is having a tough day and I react and, and I raise my voice or I try to redirect her in a, in a, in a kind of a, a way that she doesn't like. Uh, and then I think, okay, well, how is this going to go? How is this going to play out? You know, is she going to get more angry? What's going to happen? What's going to be future? You know, like another thing is that we play the, I play the tape out. This helps me with my sobriety is that, uh, yeah, one, one cocktail or one beer or something. It's not a problem. It's really, it's really not a problem problem is is that it's not that one beer it's what's going to happen next the second one and the third one and then driving the car and the DUI and the prison and all that so I play that tape all the way to the end and I'm going that didn't sound too good so I, I think I'm not going to drink that beer today <laughs> so that's what's been helping me <laughs> so you are saying that you when you're ready to make a decision you try to become very clear about what the consequences of that behavior or that decision you're going to make to do something you, you play through to the consequence or the result and that helps you to keep your resolve to make the best decision possible in that moment right because you know if i react and then i get myself in a situation that i'm like oh shoot i, I didn't really don't want to be here but if i would have played the tape all the way through in my head like what's going to happen next you know like 
say you're at work and your boss tells you something, you know, and you want to raise your voice to him or something and going, okay, wait a minute, how's this going to play out? (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to turn out pretty, but so if I play that in my head, I'm like, okay, you need to keep your, keep yourself calm. Okay. All right. And I know that self-care is an important part of uh, how you maintain uh, being centered and grounded. So what do you do to take care of yourself? Uh, You know, that's, that's, that's a a good question. Uh, Because, you know, I had a tough time with that uh, about self-care because I thought, you know, I'm taking time away from the family. I'm not, I'm not being there for them. And, uh, and the fact is, the real fact is, is if I can't take care of myself, how can I take care of my family? You know, like if you're on the airplane, they say, put your mask on first before you put a mask on somebody else. So sometimes I need to uh, step away, breathe, make sure that I eat well and stay healthy. And before I make a decision, I should say play the tape, but saying, why am I doing this? Um, and when I do need some time alone, you know, that's where I, I'll get in my car and listen to a meditation tape or, uh, you know, do something uh, for myself personally. And then when I come back to my family unity, uh, where there's a lot going on, a lot of moving pieces, you know, life is very fluid and uh, it helps me able to deal with the next obstacle uh, that, that arises. Got it. Okay. All right. Well, um, just about ready to wrap it up. Uh, I have one more question for you. What advice do you have for people that have similar challenges, such as the challenges that you're dealing with now or the challenges that you've overcome? Do you have any, any advice, any wisdom, or any experience you can offer? Uh, the one thing that's really helping me is that this moment, this second, I don't have an issue. I don't have any problems. And that helps me catch my breath. And uh, I think, uh, you know, like I said, I, I wasn't one that said, hey, I raise my hand. I want to, want to, want to get help. It's, uh, I, I had listened to my wife. I had to listen to other people, what, what's going on. And uh, since I've gotten here, um, I feel at ease in my body. I feel comfortable in my skin, which I never have. And so, I know it's it's difficult to say, you know, probably someone's saying, well, that's all, you know, that's all hogwash. But the fact is that if I can go through life with all the obstacles that I have, you know, I'm in physical pain a lot of times. But if I just take a deep breath and just try to relax, the pain kind of goes away mm. and life becomes so much easier to deal with. So... Just breathe. Just relax. Take it easy. Boy, (laughs) that's good advice right now. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. um, I sure do appreciate you coming on to my podcast. And I know that it takes a lot to be on a podcast and to talk about your challenges. But I want you to know that I have the greatest respect for you. Uh, Working with you has been uh, you know, it's, it's given me a lot of wisdom as well. And, and that's the reason why I wanted to have you on my podcast. Cause I was just so impressed with, uh, your maturity, your integrity and your honesty. So thanks so much for, for being here today. I appreciate it very much. Thank you very much, Ted. All Bye-bye. right. Okay. Take care. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen, there's another episode of the Ted in your head podcast. And uh, if you want to get in touch with me, you can go to tedmoreno.com. 
If you want to say hello, I'm on all the usual social media stuff. And uh, tedinyourhead.com is the website page if you want to check out uh, how to how to consume my podcast. So I hope that you're all taking good care of yourself. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And please, if you uh, have any questions or want to reach out, just give me a call or uh, contact me through my website, tedmoreno.com. Take good care and everybody have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.